What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Royally Speaking Podcast. Sit down, have a drink, and let's get into some things. Hey, y'all. What is up? What is up? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. I truly appreciate you guys so, so much. So we're going to get straight into it. We're not going to take too much time because if you like me, we sometimes we tend to have a short attention span and yeah, you know, today we're going to talk about Nicki Minaj interview with Joe Budden, which was phenomenal. I, I That's probably one of the best interviews that I could say that Nicki has done. In my opinion, she's done great interviews that, that I feel like are iconic and memorable. But I feel like with this one, it was very vulnerable, which I feel like she always does. You know, if you've been a Nicki fan for a long time like me, you will know that she's very vulnerable in her interviews. And she's one of those artists where 10 to 15 15 years later and I mean this is a fact 10 to 15 maybe 20 however long years later you can go back and watch her interviews and see so many key moments and just see and hear um you can just hear like the, the stuff that she says a lot of times in interviews you can always go back and reference and I feel like a lot of artists today don't have that you know what I mean like still to this day we have people who will pull up a Tupac interview and will use something from that interview you know in their merch or they may talk about it, you know, because it resonates with them or it may be resonating with the times that we're in and something may have happened with police brutality or whatever the case may be. We always can go back and reference Tupac interviews. And I feel like with this one, there are so many things that were said in this interview that can definitely, definitely be used. Um years from now so I, I really appreciate that about Nikki is that she thinks so far ahead and a lot of times people may not understand or get it but she always thinks ahead and I love that about her the first thing um we're going to talk about and I want to say something as well I saw a lot of people who were saying some things and I want to address this in the beginning there was some people there was some people who had mixed reviews about it um some people were saying they feel like she should stop doing interviews and that you know she should be more like Beyonce and Rihanna and not really do a lot of them or discuss a lot of things but I want to say this to people let's not forget the things that this woman has done for the industry and how she has helped a lot of people we can't rely and I love Beyonce and I love Rihanna but we cannot rely on them to make drastic changes in the way that Nicki has done and what I mean by that let me clarify that what I mean is when streaming services came about we all downloaded Spotify because that was the first one we all downloaded Spotify we played our favorite artist music we blasted like I kid you not if it wasn't for streaming services I probably wouldn't have been aware of a lot of classical albums that came out in the 90s or the 80s and so forth um because i you know growing up really the only way you can listen to music is if you brought the cd or you know the vinyl or you brought the cassette tape or whatever the case may be and then you had to go on the radio and wait for it to play on the radio or you had to wait for 106 at park to come on so you could watch the music video and enjoy it you know times have changed if you want to listen to a song you just go to one of these free streaming services and listen to a, a a 10 minute ad i mean a 10 second ad or however long and you can listen to whatever album or song you want to listen to nikki made it so easy for new artists 
today and i feel like a lot of them don't acknowledge it we have people like chance the rapper and a few other people um in the industry who who's acknowledged um nikki's influence and what she did to change the industry and how she helped a lot of people and what i mean by that she fought for streaming um streams to count on billboard and and so forth and prior to that nobody stood up or said anything and if they did their voices wasn't really as wasn't big enough for a change to be made nor was anybody bold enough to do it you know what i'm saying like you have Nicki minaj who fought for streams to count and then you have other people who are benefiting from it and then they look and say well when, when she did this interview and spoke on some things that happened that's happening in the industry you have people telling her well you should be quiet and she needs to stop doing this and she needs to be more like beyonce and she needs to be quiet and she needs to da 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 without without big artists coming out and speaking up and saying what is wrong with what's happening without them doing that a lot of artists don't get to benefit we have artists like city girls or cardi b or megan and the stallion or whoever the case may be if it wasn't for nikki fighting for those streams to count y'all probably wouldn't be having them types of artists they would have been underground they probably would have been a one-hit wonder and gone or whatever the case may be because artists had to rely on record labels to stick to have longevity and to to be in the industry as long as a beyonce nikki rihanna whoever the case may be nowadays you just go in the studio create a song put up a snippet on tiktok it's going to blow up you put it out on itunes or what whatever and it may be on billboard by next week you know so we need people like Nikki. We need Beyonce to speak out on things we need rihanna to speak out on things even though they won't but we we need that because who else is going to do it? And I get tired of people referencing and bringing up Beyonce when it's time to talk about a particular artist. And it's like, Beyonce is Beyonce. Let Beyonce be Beyonce. Don't put her name with every single artist for every single situation, especially when it doesn't correlate. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nicki helped a lot of new artists today for their music to count, stream, you know, chart and all of the all of this stuff you know she gets the crumbs and she gets treated a particular type of way and people find it okay and normalize it and it's not normal it's it's just not so i wanted to say that because that got under my skin because i'm like why do you guys feel like she should be quiet or why do you guys feel like she shouldn't talk about particular things because oh she's just nagging or she's whining or she's this or she's that but that nagging and whining is actually helping new artists to flourish and thrive in an industry where it's not as easy especially for women so we have tiktok people who go and record their, ver their, their voice on a youtube beat or something and they on billboard by by next week you know they topping the charts they they on they they occupying spaces on billboard with huge artists pop artists r&b artists and, and so many other people so yeah thank you Nicki minaj for that so we're gonna go ahead and go into the interview um it's not going to be the stuff that i'm gonna talk about is not technically in order in the way that they did it i just went off the top of my head because i just wanted to enjoy the interview so i wasn't like writing down every single thing time stamps and stuff yeah so this some of the stuff that stuck out to me in the in the interview that um that we're going to talk about okay so the first one i, I definitely um want to acknowledge that 
every you know Nikki has since Nikki has been a mom I feel like she sees things more differently and she spoke on that as well so we hear her talk about Papa Bear and you know how he's changed her and made her a better person not just a rapper or whatever the case may be but a better person you know and I feel like I can tell but you know Nikki's always been a, an amazing person you know um despite what anybody else says like she she's dope she's amazing so um her being a mom I just feel like it added more to what she already was you know what I mean just amazing so she talked about, you know, how he's like fighting his dad and he bites him and scratch him and stuff like that. And, you know, she was just just really like soon as she talks about Papa Bear, it's like this big light of sunshine is just like shining behind her. You can just see this light like she just lights up every single time when she talks about him. So you, he's like the light of her life. And I think that's so beautiful, you know, because being a fan of Nikki for so long, I've always remember her talking about wanting to be a mom. Like that was the main thing. Like she wanted to be a wife and a mom. And the way she has manifested and spoke things into her life is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So shout out to Papa Bear. He's just, he's amazing. He's a character child. He be, he, you know, he's a construction, construction worker and, and all the above. Okay. And now he's fighting so we can add a boxer to the list of things that Papa Bear is into child. But <laughs> anyways, um, she also talked about him learning the word dirty and he walks to the, the garbage and makes like this weird look and then he'll run away and, and say dirty and stuff like that so i thought that was really cute um i wanted to get that stuff out the way before we get into everything else so shout out to papa bear he's amazing um and everything and more so nikki touched on some things um that was really interesting and a lot of people don't do this and this is another thing that a lot of people were, were that you know were saying um how nikki don't speak on things unless it affects her which is so untrue i mean if you are affected by something you understand the pain the trauma you you the one you you know you sit in your room and you're sad and depressed about something you know the feeling of it so you're able to resonate with other people so you feel compelled to speak up because not only is it helping you but it's helping other people we may see by nikki saying that we may see more female rappers black female rappers on the covers of these magazines like american vogue and just the whole vogue brand period you know because that's a brand about fashion and then you have these black artists that comes in and do unapologetic types of styles and and not care you know what people think and just be them just be their authentic selves so why is that not celebrated why are female rappers black female rappers not celebrated on covers like this when we have pop artists who get to be unapologetic problematic all of these different things and they get called bold and then they get to still be on the cover of magazines they get to still be in movies and, and television shows and all of these different things and then when it comes to white i mean to black artists and just black people in general the moment some type of controversy come out every opportunity gets swept from their feet swept away from their feet you know so she spoke about the american vogue cover and she stated how when she first started in the industry like doing her pink hair and the different colors and stuff um the magazine companies they would tell her to strip down like don't wear pink hair don't look like this look more like that and like this and like that and they didn't want her to be animated 
And we all know Nikki to be animated, bubbly, colorful, just all of these different things. And she was very, she was like the only black female rapper at that time that was really, um, and I, I put emphasis on black because I know y'all like to speak other people's names and stuff like that, but I'm clarifying when I say that. She said that she used to have to strip down. So she couldn't be bubbly. She couldn't be colorful when she would do certain things. And to me, when, when I heard her say that, I thought that was really weird because Nikki is, Nikki has always been an animated artist. Like she's very animated. So what was the problem with her portraying that and putting that into her covers? You know, for a while they was telling her to not wear pink hair and not to do that. But then she would look and see Katy Perry on the cover with pink hair. And it was just, it was crazy. It was a crazy time. But artists today have it very easy because we have people like Nikki who speaks up on these things. And then we become knowledgeable of it. And we're able to hold these people accountable. And then they see it and then they make a change. So, hello, you know. Um. So she talked about starting trends, which I definitely agree with. She is a trendsetter. A lot of people like to um, say that Kim started a lot of things. And Kim, you know, she did. She was very iconic and she's legendary. And, you know, she did pave the way for a lot of the girls of today. Um, and Nikki and Nikki, her and Nikki paved the way for a lot of these girls. Kim did it for Nikki. Nikki did it for a lot of these girls. And they both did, you know. Nikki acknowledged it. And, you know, she said it that her and Kim, every time they get on the Internet, they see their influence. So now we mention Kim name. So let's go ahead and, and dive into that. So um, she spoke and, and was saying how her and little Kim, when they get on the Internet every day, they see their influence in female rappers and not even just female rappers. There's musicians like, I mean, singers and different pe models and stuff who would imitate a Nikki look or imitate a, a little Kim look or something like that. So not even just with female rappers, it's with models, it's Instagram models, um, R&B singers, even pop singers. Like it's just so many different things. So you can see it all throughout the industry. I, I remember like when Nikki first started, she would, you know, wear the pink in her hair in the back um, coming to the front. And a lot of people were wearing their hair like that. Every time Nikki went on 106 at Park, you saw somebody in the crowd with a bang and some pink coming from the back of their hair and so many different things. I've even seen girls around the neighborhood that I lived in at the time were doing that. So let's just be very clear about that. Let's be very clear. Okay. Um, I... I love that Nikki said that about her and Kim, how when they get online, they can see their influence because, I mean, we all see it and we all know it. You know what I mean? But she also made it a point to say that it shouldn't just be her. You know, when she speaks about this, she's not only talking about her. She do feel like Kim should have had a cover as well. And I agree. I agree. When you look, and I don't care what nobody say, because we're keeping it real. When you look at a lot of of the picture just go and google little little kim photo shoot in the 90s or little kim's photo shoot in the early 2000s or whatever year you just sit and look at those pictures and you just it's like wow 
the lighting was perfect her skin looks amazing she looks beautiful you know she's very photo photogenic and, and different things like that like you really look at those pictures and you're like oh my gosh her and 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 the 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 camera had great chemistry those photo shoots are everything even with her albums like if you look at the the photo shoots from her albums and stuff like that you'll be like wow like go and look up i would say um the notorious kim album like go look at the pictures that she took for that album like the booklet you know and stuff like that the cover and all of that you would be so mesmerized like it would be like what like what and she 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 did great so why wasn't that on why wasn't she on a, a cover of american vogue she was hanging out with fashion designers she was modeling their clothes she was the face of some of that stuff like why wasn't she a part of like the cover of a fashion magazine why why and we could look up covers that came out around that time and we can see those pop artists and whomever was on the cover at that time wearing their hair like Lil' Kim or the same color or whatever the case may be. So why didn't she get a cover? I digress, child. I digress. So she spoke about um, even Corey LeRae being a trendsetter by having the braids and stuff because she said she was on her hiatus. And when she came back, she saw so many people wearing braids and she didn't know why. And I, I, she said she saw that it was Koi and she was shocked because she didn't know. She even talked about FK Twigs um, having her baby hairs. And, and if you've been a fan of F FK Twigs for a long time, you've seen the dramatic baby hairs and how she would have them all around her face and hair and stuff, you know, her edges and everything. She acknowledged that. Um, and I feel like FKA Twigs don't get mentioned enough a lot of times because we it's a lot of artists that tend to imitate her work and imitate the things that she does. And even if you go look at FKA Twigs music videos, photo shoots and stuff, it's that's another one where it's like, oh my God, like this is it. She looks dope and amazing, but her works get stolen, but it don't get acknowledged. And I don't think it's fair. Um, and I can name a few artists who imitated fk twigs but we're not gonna go there anyways um and she was talking about how that that stuff was trendy and they don't get acknowledged and they're not supported in a particular type of way even when their stuff is, is being stolen you know it's just not right so we're gonna go into the whole um ass shot central uh, situation we're gonna get into that so she was speaking to joe and she was telling him how you know, when she would be in the studio, there would be times where Wayne would have different girls, like big booty girls in, in the studio with him. And, you know, the guys that was around her, because really the only girl that I could say that was around Nikki was um, Chanel. It's, if that's I think that's her name. Yeah, Chanel. Who was the singer in the group. I don't remember if she rapped too or not, but I know she used to sing and she sung on a couple records on the Young Money album. And her and Nicki even have a song together. And it didn't even, I don't know why, but it didn't make the Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape. Um, but that was actually my favorite song on the mixtape at the time. One of them. But they were around a whole bunch of men. And I would love if Chanel was to come out and kind of give her side, like, you know, what she experienced being in the camp. Like, did she experience some um, 
insecurities from the stuff that she heard the men say yeah nikki was saying how she would be in the studio and wayne would have these different girls with these huge butts in there with her and she was saying how the guys that were in the group would speak about girls with big butts and stuff and you know joe was like well yeah you know probably jokingly and she was like yeah but they don't understand that to a young girl and someone who's up and coming that it's not funny it is hurtful and um she said that you know wayne made a, a few jokes they have made a jokes about her, a few jokes about her and that's what kind of made her go and get it now a lot of people <laughs> were shocked that i don't know why but they were shocked that she admitted to that but nikki from the beginning spoke on it like she never sat and said that her butt was real or she never said that she never got any work like only thing she always said that she never got work done on her face. And if you go back to a lot of the interviews in the beginning, when things started to, to, to jump off for her, people would mention her ass in every single interview, like not every single interview, but a lot of interviews, they would mention it. And you would see she would kind of like skate around it and try not to talk about it. And I feel like that can be, that probably was very uncomfortable for her at that time because you have these guys who you look up to or who you who you um supposed to feel who you feel safe around and comfortable around um making jokes about you and and you love them i could just imagine what she was dealing with and going through at the time but yeah if you go back and look at a lot of those interviews um i rem I, I could remember one she did an interview with um, Funkmaster Flex. And they were, I think he had like a show going on on MTV or something at the time with like cars or something like that. I don't remember it. But um, if I could find it, I'll pull it up on my Royally Speaking Podcast um, Instagram so y'all could check that out over there. But he even um, mentioned it. Like he was saying something, I don't, I can't remember verbatimly, but the conversation about her butt came up and it was like, you know, oh, guys in the the in the barbershop, you know, they do this and that and they talk about it. And she briefly talked about it and just went on, you know, but even then you felt the uncomfortableness when people would bring it up. So I, now hearing the interview and hearing her say, yeah, that made me uncomfortable. I didn't like that. You know what I mean? And and they said some things that wasn't funny. And it made me feel like I had to do this. Nikki, when you look at Nikki, she comes off as a strong person. But I feel like everybody have a very soft spot in the inside. You know what I mean? Everybody have a soft spot. And her just wanting to make it and going through so much and dealing with people telling her no and not seeing her vision and understanding her or not giving her a chance. Her finally getting that chance, but being around the people who is giving her that chance and then making these jokes. And she didn't clarify what jokes they were saying or what they were making. Um, I mean, if she did, we probably probably would have been cussing Wayne out. I really don't know. But she didn't say what the jokes were. She kind of, you know, yeah, he made some jokes and, you know, whatever the case may be. I, I, I was shocked when she said that, you know, uh, that Wayne made some jokes about her. But when you look at a lot of videos and, and Wayne has been known to say some things 
um a lot of times like there has been videos of them being in a studio and wayne just saying like the craziest things to the 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 young money camp like just you know making jokes and saying little stuff that a lot of us would look at and say yeah i don't think that's funny i don't think that's something to joke about you know but there's some videos of wayne being in the studio saying some things that could come off as problematic i mean y'all can look it up but yeah um but moving on from that you know they her and joe was saying how that's kind of like the female rapper starter kit where you gotta have a fat butt you know a big butt you know you gotta wear a colorful wig a pink wig at some point and she even said that like at some point a female rapper is going to wear a pink wig they're going to wear that color in their hair at some point you know but when you look at Nicki minaj and her being the blueprint and her being the pink print and and all the above for female rappers and i won't even say just female rappers i would say rappers in general you know what i mean because there are some male rappers who may have may have took some things from nikki's book and just like she may have taken some things from jay-z's book and nas book and whomever else that she looked up to at the time there they, they were talking about how when female rappers come into the industry this is what they have to look like this is what they have to do odd enough to make it that's what they feel and nikki even said like she don't think it's the men anymore it's the women now who are picking themselves apart who are feeling like they have to do this odd enough to make it and you know she said she felt guilty um at some point because she was one of those people who used to say that you know I'm not your kid's parents and I don't raise your kids and it's not my job, which is absolutely true. And I don't feel like any of that should change. But she said her being like, when you are superstar status and you're looked at as a superstar by people, they may want to do some things that you talk about. They may want to do some things that you, you, you may have said and done before. So, you know, you may not want to be considered, you may not want to be um the role model for these kids or you may not want to be their parent but a lot of times they may hear or see you do and say some things and they want to do that because it makes them feel closer to you and she said that um so she she did say she felt some guilt um at that point but i mean as a grown woman that was a decision that she made so if you as an adult make the decision to do something like that um that's on you you know you can't blame somebody else they that person was comfortable with what they did you got to be comfortable with what you're doing and if you feel like you did something because somebody else did it then shame on you because you may not get the same experience as that person so you can't fault them or say you know you're not a good role model and, and you know you shouldn't be doing this and that but that was a decision that you made you know what i mean on your own just like it was a decision that they made on their own but it, i don't it, it, it's crazy it's crazy um but i was happy when she talked about that i, I really was i love this interview y'all i really love it so we're going to talk about billboard billboard changing their rules and it was literally like i want to say maybe a week before do we have a problem came out maybe a week or two or something like that where the rules had changed so because they feel like artists with big fan bases have these very supportive fan bases and how they may buy multiple copies or they may buy um multiple versions of a song nikki says she understands it because she's a fair person but to me i feel like if i buy a record if i buy a song i want it to count and i don't care how many times i brought it i want it to count each time that i brought it 
because it, it shouldn't be and it shouldn't even be different when you buy a cd if you go into a store and you buy five copies why can't it count as five when you buy five versions of a song why can't it count as five when you buy um five copies of a song why can't it count as five like why do it have to be numbers being taken away i feel like the amount of time somebody buys it just like when you vote for a, an award and now i'm thinking do they do the same thing with awards when we as fans have to vote are they taking votes away because they feel like people are mass voting like tell me where that makes sense that i'm not i'm not really understanding what is going on but i'm not in the industry i don't know the ins and outs of it um i just know what i hear when artists talks you know but yeah, I thought that was really weird. Every time Nicki is about to release, something changes. Like, I don't know how many times Billboard were changing their rules in 2018. Like, Nicki announced merch, the rules change. Nicki announced a new song, the rules change. Nicki released her album, the rules change. Nicki's going on tour, the rules change. Nicki's on Queen Radio, the rules change. It was just like... Every time she was coming out with something, it just stuff just kept changing, kept changing, kept changing. And we're seeing it now. But it debuted at number two, so it did what it needed to do. It is still consistent, so that's a good thing. Um, I don't know, I don't remember the exact number we're busting and um, do we have a problem is that, but it's still there, okay? It's still on the chart. Shout out to that. But she was saying how a lot of the fans her and Joe, um, they were basically saying how the fans feel like if a song doesn't go number one on, on a Hot 100, then they feel like what they did wasn't good enough. And she clarified, like, I get plaques and stuff when those songs go number one on other charts, like the R&B and the hip hop and pop or whatever the case may be. When it goes number one there, she get plaques. If it goes platinum, gold, diamond, whatever the case may be, she gets plaques. So... It doesn't matter that it doesn't go number one. Super Bass wasn't number one on the Hot 100, but it's Diamond right now. There's songs who's been number one, who who that has been number one on Billboard, and it wasn't Diamond. It it, it still ain't Diamond. So she clarified that, and it did kind of give me. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. It did give me um, clarity. Because I've always felt like the Billboard. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be blunt with y'all. I always felt like Hot 100 was the most important chart. I didn't know. I didn't really realize the other charts were so just as important as the Hot 100. I didn't know that. You know, I always felt like it has to. You know, the Hot 100 is the main chart. That's the main thing. Is most important and all of that stuff. But the other charts are just as important, and I didn't realize that. But this. It, bef this interview and you know Nikki speaking on things before it did bring me clarity and I was like oh okay I get it so I understand it now um baby it was number one in four different charts okay so that that means more than anything more than anything but it it, it doesn't mean that the next song won't go number one and it doesn't mean that the album whatever there may be another song on the album that everybody love it doesn't mean that won't go number one on hot 100 you know what i mean so we just got to be patient do what we got to do you know how they do they change the rules all the time 
Um, they try to manipulate the rules so that way we can be confused where it makes it harder for us to get her to that number one spot on Hot 100. They lie, they tell lies, they do so many different things. So it, it's just a weird thing with that. But hopefully it gets better. Hopefully, hopefully it gets better. You know, I really hope so. So now we're going to talk about the whole Kim and Kanye situation. And I'm talking about Kim Kardashian here. You know, before I was talking about Lil Kim, but now we're talking about Kim Kardashian and Kanye. So Nikki was saying how in 2017 she was at the VMAs. And I remember because she had like, that's when she had that blue dress on and she had her hair black and it was like a, like a side part or something that everybody went crazy over that look still to this day that's my favorite look like red carpet look from nikki um because blue is my favorite color and i just felt like when i saw her in that blue dress she was it wasn't that animated nikki it was more stripped down it was more serious you know and i was like oh my gosh she looks good she looks beautiful she looks amazing I think the carpet was even blue, was matching her dress and everything. So it just was everything and more. And so many people went crazy when when she walked the carpet with that look. So she was saying how Kim Kardashian um, complimented her on the look. And then next thing you know, she saw her, I think, at the Met Gala or something like that. She wore her hair like that. So she was like, they don't give me my props. They don't, you know speak my name when they do these things i'm going to wear my hair down to my feet so they have no choice but to say you know so when they do it they have no choice but to say they got it from Nicki minaj they still didn't do it they imitated the look even still to this day and don't even credit her so rest in peace to carl lagerfeld um he saw her and he fell in love with her hair and he wanted her to you know do the cover and stuff like that with her hair like that and that's when we saw the cover with Nikki and um, Kim Kimball, I believe that's her name, who used to do Nikki hair at the time. That cover was even controversial, like controversial because of the whole, you know, they, they, they turned it into like a race situation. So it was it was problematic, but the cover was beautiful. Everything was just beautiful about all of it. But the, the excitement for it kind of got taken away. Um, because people made it a problem and made it an issue, even though Kim Kimball didn't have an issue and she felt like she was just happy to be in that moment, but it'd be, you know, it, 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 it was a problem, but we're not even going to talk about that anymore. Um, I'm so happy that Nikki got to work with Carl Lagerfeld, um, before he passed away. Like, I really thought that was a beautiful moment and I think she would cherish that forever because she always loved, um, Carl. So I thought that was amazing for them to to work together um and he saw it and he acknowledged her and he gave her an opportunity so that was a, a great thing you know um but she spoke on how when she got i think to italy or wherever fendi is at she spoke to the people at fendi and they were telling her how you know people weren't buying their clothes that had the fendi prints on them you know they were buying the other stuff that didn't necessarily have the prints so when Nikki did Chun Lee and she spoke about the Fendi prints on and stuff like that, their stocks went up. People started wearing Fendi more. People started talking about Fendi and their music more and just so many different things and their stocks went up. And then they worked with teamed up with Nikki and her line sold out and the stocks went up even more. So 
um she says she spoke with with kanye you know because she respect him so much and stuff like that and she talked to him and you know i think it was something about the like a yeezy collab or whatever and you know kanye was saying how kim is his wife and he felt like if any woman if he was to give that opportunity to a woman it should be his wife you know and i get it i mean you know you're married and you 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 know even in your marriage you're supposed to, you guys are like business partners you know supposedly you know she understood and she got it but i found it mighty strange because it was like nikki got her fendi line and then right after that like after the whole fendi line and everything now we see kim have um skims and i was questioning that like hmm okay but your wife didn't do a Yeezy collab with you. So she ended up working with other brands instead of working with you. So um, I felt like that would have been dope if Kanye would have collabed with Nicki for the, you know, the Yeezy collections and stuff like that, because that would have been a moment. That would have been a moment. And I feel like that would have skyrocketed so many fans and just so many people would have supported that and brought it because Nicki was attached to it. You know what I mean? But Kanye do good on his own. But I'm just saying, it would have been amazing to see Nicki and Kanye together. It's always great when they collab. So I felt like that would have been a great opportunity. But, you know, it is what it is. Whatever. This interview um, really stuck out to me. There has been so many artists that have done interviews. Even Drink Champs and stuff like that. You know, people have gone over there. But this interview right here is going to be talked about for weeks and days there are people and artists that's going to go back and reflect and they're going to quote something nikki said from this mag i mean from this interview because they may be able to re resonate to it in some type of way so this interview is going to it's going to be that interview for her and to be honest i feel like i don't want her to do any more interviews at least for like a maybe a month or two like let this marinate let people sit on this for a little while and you know absorb it all the way because it's still being talked about the last i checked it was trending number two on um youtube and i'm actually recording this on the 11th of march so i don't know when it's gonna be uploaded y'all yeah it's 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 amazing the, the interview was perfect i loved every minute of it i felt like we get like we got the radio interviews that were were cool and were fun but they wasn't really in depth and then a lot of times when artists go to radio stations they get asked the same questions over and over and over again. It's the same thing. So when they do sit and have these vulnerable interviews like this, we get so much out of it. We don't sit and post radio interviews like that and talk about it over and over and over. We listen to it, talk about it, laugh about some things, talk about some things and move on. But these types of interviews is the interviews that we talk about for days and years and months and weeks. You know, I thought this was really cool. I, I want her to do more interviews like this, but um, and do I, I mean I uh maybe during album album time we could get another interview like this and probably get more stuff. But I I would really want her and Joe to do the interviews together. I wouldn't want her to do it with anybody else. No goofy people. Nobody just wanting a moment, but somebody who respects her and genuinely respects her. You know what I mean? And Joe does that. So I love it. I, I love the interview. And another thing, too, that I noticed that she talked about was how 
um, how she had writer's block during her pregnancy. And she spoke on that before. But, um, you know, Drake ended up being the one who helped her get out of that because he sent her seeing green and she got out of her writer's block with seeing green. Because she, you know, she felt like it wasn't up to part. You know, she didn't really like a lot of the stuff that she was writing and, you know, different things like that. So seeing green helped her get out of it. Um, because she said she was focusing on being a mom, like focusing on being a mom and just just enjoying and, and um, appreciating those moments, you know. So she wasn't really thinking about anything else. Y'all know that was a long hiatus, child. That was a long hiatus. We was going crazy like, girl, what's going on? Like something, retweet something, post a dot, something, let us know you good. But it's good that, you know, even though we don't like it as fans, when our favorite artists take long breaks, but it's necessary. They're human as well. You know what I mean? They're human and we want them to experience real life and go through real life things so that way they can talk about it and we're able to resonate with it. Because if they just sit and rap about the same thing all the time, it becomes redundant and we don't enjoy it as fans because we feel like, okay, you talked about this already and okay, you said this in the last one already. You know, it, it becomes very repetitive. So we got to give our artists time to experience life and go through things to understand you know where they're coming from when they do come and do music and interviews and stuff like that like let them go through life everything can't be industry everything can't be um social media all the time like they need breaks they need time you know so that was the stuff that stuck out to me if there's anything else i'm definitely going to go in ig and talk about it but so thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. I think I think this was fun. I did this under an hour. It was amazing. I'm so happy about it. So I'm about to go, but thank you guys. I love you. I love you. Thank you for the support. Make sure you follow all of my social media accounts. Um, comment under the post on my Instagram that I put up when I was talking about the topics and different things like that comment on the latest post let me know, let me know what you think and how you felt about some of the topics and what were some things that stuck out to you that I may or may have not talked about um definitely do that definitely do that so I will talk to you guys later peace Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys had fun and you enjoyed yourself. Make sure that you go and follow all of my social media accounts and make sure that you subscribe to all of my YouTube channels. I truly, truly appreciate the support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.